Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bot, and the boom. Shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew, and this is what we like to call a thirsty Thursday. Down here in the basement, rounding up the crew. It's time to get down to action with a little bit of sports, man. NBA Finals, Stanley Cup, all kinds of ridiculousness. And uh, Tiger Woods, unfortunately, unable to play the sports brew drinking game because apparently he turned it into the sports brew painkiller game. That's not a game anybody should play, by the way. It's a bad idea. Uh, hence uh, his issues. So I tell you what, man, let's get uh, let's get a couple peeps in here real quick, and we'll go ahead and burn through a couple of topics, have a little bit of fun. You know, probably going to be a shorter episode than usual, and that's okay, man. Sometimes that happens. But yeah, man, let's go ahead and, and do that. And she says that's okay. She says that's <laughs> she says that's okay. Sometimes it's a two minute drill, baby. <laughs> Elway style. That's right. Don't call it. Dude, don't call it a comeback, man. Don't call it a comeback. (laughs) Anyway, anyway. Oh, we got to find a song for Shannon, man. Somehow, like, I moved all the stuff around, and your normal, like, stuff isn't where it usually is. That's not good. I hope she don't say that. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Well. Oh, my God. Hard knock life, man. That's what you get. You <laughs> uh, that's it. Look, you know what? As long as she gets your name right, Shannon. As long as she gets hey. your name right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the one I told her. <laughs> the one you told her. What is this like? Uh, the long kiss goodnight? <laughs> I'm Frank and Ernest. <laughs> I'm Frank and Ernest. Frank in Chicago. Ernest in L.A. or whatever it was. Yep. God, I love that movie, dude. That's one I haven't seen in forever. That's like a nice Sam Jackson pull. But uh, if you've never seen The Long Kiss Goodnight, it's very reflective of the era it was made. But if you love Sam Jackson, he has some glorious moments in that movie. Oh, def- definitely, definitely, definitely. Shannon, what's going on, bro? How you doing, man? Get some glorious glory hole moments. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like some glory hole? You like that? Yes, sir. <laughs> Shannon, how you doing tonight, man? I'm good, brother. Man, it's good to be podcasting again. I know we're kind of going every other week here, but well, we're kind of we're kind of hitting our little summer stretch where it slows down a little <laughs> bit, and you know, we got the kids, we're traveling, doing some other stuff. So we'll we'll try not to have like that. Jesus, we'll, we'll try not to have Whitfield hawking lubes over there. <laughs> Clearing his sinuses. Or, Dude, I got it from Tiger. Or face farting. I don't know what's going on with that. Not a, not a, you got what from Tiger? The sniffles? No, the Coke. The Coke, oh, yeah. I don't know. Look, man, I don't know that that... I, how do you make the jump from what's going on? With, and it, is there a story I haven't heard? I don't know about Coke, dude. I don't no, know. talking to his dealer. He was doing sniffles, and I'm like, "Are you doing coke over there?" Oh, see, I, I didn't hear yeah, you say that. Oh, okay, yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I thought maybe he was just, you know, scratching his ass and, you know, <laughs> doing a little scratch well, and sniff, a little butt here's check. The thing, like when you get a DUI, normally you drink too much alcohol, and I know they're talking about the painkillers, but when they said at first that he didn't have alcohol on him, I was like. Did he do? Did he break the PSA we said a number of years ago? Oh, you mean like what? Butt chugging? No. Did he butt chug? <laughs> <laughs> that has to be one of the worst mug shots. Like that has to be one of the worst likenesses of him like we've ever seen, dude. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that was a that was a rough, rough picture of him. And I mean, he got rested at what three a.m. or whatever, and that's probably at least an hour or so later. Well, what what do they say? Nothing good ever happens after like one thirty or two. 
Whatever. After 12. After t- maybe, maybe it's 12. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, obviously, I'm putting the, the captain context on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm thinking like, you know, 2, two o'clock in the morning. But uh, I, I was dying. And, and again, you know, this is one of those things that's a little tough because, you know, Tiger was somebody that, I mean, you think about the arc of his storyline, of his career, of, you know, his personal life, his professional life, his marriage, his family, and then just the the descent, man. And he's had a lot of bumps in the way down. It, I mean, it, it just physically, it's like he's breaking down. Obviously, you have the collapse of his marriage. You had all the stuff with the mistresses. Uh, and Lord knows if he's got a painkiller addiction, I'm not saying he does. Um, I'm sure some things will come out in the wash. But a few weeks ago, he was talking about how he was pain free and felt great. Well, you know, yeah, if you're on painkillers, you probably are pain free and feel yeah, pretty good. Nothing. But with the number of surgeries he's had, I mean, I remember a few years ago, I think it was, I think it was Schultz asked us if we thought, you know, Tiger Woods would ever win another major or if his career was done, that kind of stuff. And I don't remember the full gist of the conversation we had, but I do I do remember taking a position that he was done. Like, the Tiger that we knew, that was over. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that was done. It's gone. Um, it's over. And it, it really is a shame. But, it, you know, sports and athletics can be very cruel. And I think the bigger question here is looking at kind of the mess that has happened with him, how he's operated, where he's at right now. You know, we can joke around about a couple things. I mean, hey, like, don't get me wrong. I laughed very much at the, you know, the hi, I'm Tiger Woods, and I have Direct TV, and he looks all great. And then it's, you know, after the uh, after the DUI, it's like <laughs> hi, and I'm the other Tiger Woods, and I have cable. You know what I mean? I, I laughed at all that stuff. Okay. I don't know how, what he's worth, how much money he has. I mean, it's got to be, you know, three quarters of a billion dollars or something. I mean, he, he's got, $700 million. You know, he can – one person tweeted, he can afford all the Ubers. You know what I mean? Um, maybe he would have had a golf cart if Trump hadn't taken it over to Europe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Bad joke, bad joke. I know, I know. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, we are not a politically affiliated podcast. Yeah, I know. All right, fine. Uh, it's more like the uh, you know the Price is Right where they had uh, you know the, the guy going up the mountain just falling off the cliff. How about that? Um, yo, play. Yo. I don't even remember the name of that game. Plinko. That's not. Oh, that's, that's not Plinko. That's, That's not playing go. Oh. Just won like a whole bunch. <laughs> it's not playing go, dude. Uh, and I, I like this one. No matter how drunk you get today, you probably won't be Tiger Woods and his DUI mugshot drunk. And again, he wasn't drunk, but he's under the influence of something. And, you know, it, he came out and he talked about as far as the medication. He has apologized for it. Uh, clearly that's some kind of reaction maybe he was exhausted i don't know there's any number of things that kind of factor into that uh ultimately at the end of the day to be out on the road to be in a car to have that kind of stuff happen to him there's something going on there's some underlying components to that i think the bigger story is where is he at in you know in his life was is is this the exception or is this kind of the rule going forward for him and i think it's just the, the arc of who he has been and where he's at right now I think it's legit. Again, I like joking around about this stuff. Don't get me wrong. But on a more serious note, you have to have some degree of concern for where he's at, his well-being, and whether that's physically and emotionally and spiritually, et cetera, and, and where he goes from here. I mean, is this the proverbial warning sign that he needs an intervention? That, you know, I don't know. 
messing around with opioids and, and painkillers, people do get addicted to that stuff. They do. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you, you know, he probably gets... I mean, look, he's a celebrity. He's got a ton of money. I'm pretty sure he gets access to a lot of medication. Okay? I mean, think about all the stuff they throw around in NFL locker rooms. Lots yeah. of drugs. You know what I'm saying? Lots of stuff for pain. <clears throat> I would imagine that he can probably get a lot of stuff prescribed to him uh, without too much, too, you know, without having to over-effort for it, if you will. So not that he's like going to like a street corner dealer and, you know, getting pills that way. I don't think he has to do that. But I, I do think it's, it, you know, you just have to wonder if this is a warning sign of some things to come and what he's going to need to do to get himself right and get his life right. I think that's, that's more of the, the kind of the serious piece. Again, he, he issued an apology. You know, quote, I understand the severity of what I did. I take full responsibility for my actions. Uh, I want the public to know that alcohol was not involved. What happened was an unexpected reaction to prescribed medications. I didn't realize the mix of medications had affected me so strongly. You know, dash cam footage has been released. Uh, it's a tough deal. It's a tough deal. And we do like to laugh about plenty of things. You know, we do, but uh, I certainly think on a serious side, it's a legit concern. Um, And given the arc of his career and his physical health and just how he's operated, it's a guy that's been very tight with who he trusts and who he lets into his life. But, you know, this is the kind of point where that may not be the best way to operate. Uh, and I hope he ends up being okay. I don't think he ever recovers as far as being a high-level golfer. Maybe he lucks into a couple of things and, and has a couple of you know decent little runs in him. I just don't really see it. You know, I think the days of Tiger Woods crushing it are probably done. Because even if he has a good, even if he has a good day, what's the likelihood he can string together three days or four days? You know what I mean? And and yeah. successfully get through a tournament. I think it's a legitimate concern. Uh, and I think really the question now is what about his well-being as a person outside of the world of golf yeah he's got a ton of money people aren't going to have so much sympathy for him i get that you know the the collective internet a-hole brigade is always pretty strong with their reactions but you know i I hope that he gets himself right uh and if he you know at least personally uh, he may never be the same golfer again but you'd hate to see him totally fall off totally fall off the map and then have his personal life completely fall apart particularly if he starts getting involved with, you know, if he, if he, you know, has issues with, with painkillers and medications and that cause, I mean, it just, that could end really badly. It, yeah. He it needs to get really himself uh, mentally and physically yeah. better. Um, he just that, hasn't been right since his dad died. Maybe. I think there's a lot of components to the Tiger Woods story. There really did his are. Da- did his dad die before or after his divorce? Before. Yeah, I, I want to say it was before, but without looking at the timeline, I, I don't 100% know uh, for sure. But, you know, it's it's one of those things, man, you think about, you know, and really for all athletes and, and sports, you know, you have these guys, and obviously we're we're of the age that, you know, Tiger Woods is a really big deal, you know what I mean, for a huge chunk of our adulthood. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, you just, and we're old enough to remember the rise of Tiger Woods and what that meant oh, in yeah. the sport of golf. <laughs> And what that meant, and certainly, you know, for merchandising and for television coverage and how amped up people were. I mean, he was an absolute monster of a driver for um, golf coverage and ratings and stories. And again, it, it does. It, this is not about if you like him or you think he, you know, he's done wrong or done right. I mean, he's made his mistakes. You know, I mean, he was he was a centerpiece of the golfing world, right? And where is he at this point? He's certainly not that. So I'll be curious to see how this plays out. 
But, you know, unfortunately, usually with these with those big ascents, <clears throat> sometimes comes a really, really painful yeah. demise or, or descent. And it's it's tough, man. It's tough. So I, I hope he gets himself right. Um, and I think the concerns are are legitimate for the just for the sake of his family yeah. and his ki- his kids. Yeah. Man, just just get yourself right and take care of them. I mean, you've got enough money for enough plenty of generations. All the Ubers. Remember, he has enough money for all the Ubers. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, I mean, why those guys don't have, like, a driver or somebody to take them somewhere or get new? You know, you should have your own personal drive. Not that you should be out at 3 in the morning. Well, I mean, if you are, you are, but we joke around about that. But at least don't be a, a moron about it. You know, if, if you want to go out and hang out, and particularly if, you, if, if you're going to drink, if you're going to party, have somebody there to cover you back. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be the proverbial fall guy. Was that Chris Carter that was talking about the fall guy? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be the fall guy. Tigers but... should go to NFL rookie like, <laughs> mini camp or yeah. whatever. Symposium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get a fall guy. Get a, get a fall guy, man. Get a fall guy. Um, but, it, you know, it's just it, it's hard to look at it and give him excuses for that kind of behavior. Uh, you know, and there's a, every offseason there's somebody, man. Um, in the NFL, and really in every sport, there's somebody that makes the mistake. And you'd like to believe that enough high-profile athletes have made the mistake that they would just get it through their heads. But, you know, sometimes if you're in an altered state of mind or you're not quite right, sometimes you, you don't think clearly, you don't think logically, and that evening is probably the result of some of that. Or maybe he was like, yeah, I'm good enough to get there. You know what I mean? And clearly he wasn't. So um, try to get yourself right, man. Uh, <laughs> life first, golf second, dude. Do it for your kids, man. Anywho, I didn't know we were going to open with Tiger Woods. Me either. Yeah, that's all right, man. All right, well, I'll tell you what. I, oh, did you got an intro? Were you ready no, for I it? Didn't. Yeah, you do. I, I have one for you. Oh, you do? I do. I'm not no scrub. What's up, Woodfield? I'm not a buster. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, my, work my hard ass. Hey, Whitfield. <laughs> yes, sir. Do you think the Nationals will ever have Bryce Harper at pitcher? With the way he <laughs> with his helmet. Dude, that helmet throw was terrible. Do you think that's like he went out there and was going to, like, you know, do something and then he thought better of it? Because that was such an no. awkward thing. I mean, it's like he... he like, oh, this is going to sound terrible, but he probably should just run up and just smack him in the face with the helmet. You know, that throw just, it, it looked crazy. You should just spit smacked him with the back of his hand. God, I'm trying to remember who it was. I think it was, uh, it Hunter was Strickland. It, no, 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 no. I mean, uh, well, yeah, but as far as involving the pitcher in the brawl, but, uh, I th- it was Michael Wilbon. It was Michael Wilbon and, uh, Wilbon was talking about how he should have just gone out there with, uh, just smacked him in the face with the helmet or taken the bat out there and just cracked him in the face. I'm like, woo, that's, <laughs> that's tough, dude. Um, and that would have been about a 50 game suspension. Uh, yeah, that, that. That, that, yeah, that, that would have been a pretty big suspension. Although I, I do think it's fair commentary to say, you know, if the pitcher is the aggressor in the incident, which Strickland clearly was, um, the weight of the suspensions is a problem. And I've heard any number of debates about this and arguments about it. You know, people are like, hey, you know what? Uh, they ought to just let it, let it be like hockey, man. Give them a couple minutes to fight and punch each other and then have the have the umps break it up. You know what I mean? 
but if if you're part of a, a bench a bench clear and brawl and you run out there, you ought to get suspended. But uh, ultimately, one of the the biggest takeaways was you know the person that's the aggressor in this case, the pitcher, should really have the tougher suspension. You know what what whatever his motivation was, if it was giving up the home runs, you know all those years ago, if he was still carrying that, if he just doesn't like how you know Harper preens and you know celebrates, whatever, dude. You know, plunking somebody on the hip. Not even, I, yeah, I know it was the hip. It, it could have been worse than that. I get that, but yeah, that's a. I mean, you're firing heaters at people, man. If you, if they have better control than that. You know that. I know that. We know that. Uh, that did not look like an accident. And you, you uh, said it was Strickland that threw at him, Matt. Yeah, maybe Strickland took exception to his participation trophy talk he had with the kids and maybe strickland is pro participation trophy well what's crazy was the year that um he hit the two homers on him san francisco won the world series so if that's the case why carry a grudge man exactly you know what i mean that's what doesn't make any sense yeah (laughs) like they say why you gotta bring up old shit it's over dude you want you won the game who cares you got the ring bro let it go man I don't oh, know. Justin. Uh, well, I wasn't yeah. even. Look, you know what? I was not even going there. I was not even going there. I can't believe y'all. Uh, you're you're going to force me to do this. <laughs> you're going to force me to do this. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's true for Bryce Harper's helmet. <laughs> 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 for Strickland. That's very true for Bryce Harper talking to kids about participation trophies. Just yeah. let them go. You don't need them. Thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Free. I, I did not, they did I, end up knocking it down to three games. Which they should have. Which They should have. They should have. Um, I, I think Strickland, Strickland remained at six. But yeah. he's a reliever, so six days without a reliever can have yeah. more of an impact it's it's for, right i mean it's clearly more of a cost for the nationals than it is you know what i mean than it is for, for the giants I, I don't have any I, I like how people were calling out uh buster posey for just kind of laying back it's, come on man although i will admit i did see somebody recre- somebody recreated the brawl with bobbleheads that i thought was pretty fantastic <laughs> I, I didn't see that yeah 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 i saw that Bobble House, which according to its Twitter account, will collect unwanted memorabilia, brilliantly reenacted the mid-brawl moment on the mound with more than 20 bobbleheads. Nice. That was pretty sweet. That was well done, I, I will say. I don't know. I, I, again, I, it's probably one of those things where maybe it's time to re-examine kind of the, the setup. Don't get me wrong. I, I, the occasional base brawl can be <laughs> kind of energizing, kind of galvanizing for a team. Uh, but it's pretty early in the season, and I think that that's not. I, it just doesn't even seem reasonable, you know what I mean, to crack that out at this point. It just doesn't. But I think part of the the long term conversation probably needs to come down to, uh, you know, is it equitable for the the pitcher in this case? Uh, you know, is the aggressor uh, hitting them with the, hitting them with the pitch? Is the punishment equitable? Is the punishment realistic? You know, for what it was. And I think most people at this point go, no, it's not. Um, it's more costly to the Nationals, and now you know they've gotten maybe they've gotten in their heads. I think that that was a win, on some level, that was a win for them to do that, and I think that's unfortunate. You know what I mean? 
that's a little bit unfortunate. I, what what does it mean in the long haul of the year? I, I don't know. We'll find out. But it worked out better for the Giants than it did for the Nationals, and they're the ones that are in the wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's kind of that's kind of jacked up. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of jacked up. So I don't know. What are you gonna do, baseball man? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what I would have liked to have seen. Oh, I would have liked to have seen an ESPN brawl when they fired John Clayton or, <laughs> or laid him off. <laughs> but only if only if he actually had that ponytail and that tearaway like <laughs> suit <See>? top. <laughs> That'd have been pretty sweet. I would done with my assignment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still still one of the best best commercials that I think ESPN ever made ever. It's top three. It's ever. top three. Yeah, it it has to be. It was it was funny. That that was that's an all timer, man. That's an all timer. And I do like how Clayton said, "By the way, I'm keeping the ponytail." <laughs> uh, although he was gracious, um, said, "I guess you saw the news. After 23 years, I won't be contributing to ESPN." Two words. Thank you. My bosses and coworkers are the best. So good, uh, gracious on his exit, and uh, you know I liked Clayton. So hopefully he's going to be okay. I'm sure he will. Yeah, we'll see. See where he lands. He's probably better off. Than, network. Huh? Maybe he'll uh, be able to move out of his mom's basement. Maybe. Maybe he can get a gig. Paint. <laughs> this is why he's paying a little bit more. They can get out. Of, yeah, get out of his mom's basement. Stop eating Chinese food in his bed with his tearaway suit. <laughs> he's probably still doing better than Shaq's feet, by the way. <laughs> oh my god! Did you see that? He actually had to get a. He got a pedicure the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did get a pedicure. His feet are still ugly even after a pedicure, oh, dude. Oh God, dude. Logging all those minutes? Oh, no wonder. Yeah. Yeah. So, somebody was joking around about how he had those big ass feet and this big ass toe, but his like big toe had a had a toenail on it the size of like a pinky nail or something. Oh but my god. It was it was pretty ugly, man. I far preferred the the running jokes about him breaking out the little fan on the NBA desk. Oh yeah. Yeah. That that I thought was pretty funny. So. <laughs> Anyway, well, you know, we said we were going to talk about the NBA. We kind of jumped around to a couple things that's a, a smidge unexpected. I didn't th- know we were going to go Tiger Woods out of the gate, but that's okay. And, and jump around to Clayton and Shaq's toe. Ugly feet, man. I'm glad he wasn't in, All I'm saying is I'm glad he wasn't in Pulp Fiction, dude. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm just, uh, just saying, man. Just saying. <laughs> Where'd you want to go, Shannon? Oh, Mr. Met? Yeah. Yeah, he t- he told everybody that the sports brew was number one, baby. <laughs> oh, Matt, what the hell is going on with the Mets, dude? I mean, injuries. <laughs> injuries right off the bat. And the pitching it just isn't there. I mean, you're not going to get Syndergaard probably back till late July, yeah. early August. You've got Mott's getting ready to come back, and that should give them some relief. you got Harvey, who one start, he looks relatively good, and then the next start, he's giving up four or five runs, no no strikeouts, nothing. So, I mean, the bats have been keeping them in games. And right. They still don't have Suspettus. They still don't have um, David Wright, which some people seem to think David Wright will be back if you uh, – Got a chance to check the sports brew wall. I wrote an article about Wright last week saying, "I just think he's pretty much done." But well, it, we it got just... all these, we got all these prospects right that 
pitching prospects we still got in the system like ready to go but I think at some point they're going to have to look and evaluate and be like look we need to go get somebody now for the future we've got the prospects let's just go do it and get get it done well you know but, it, it's just one of those things where it, it just feels like the organization and the team are kind of like in this weird you know there's just weirdness with them right now whether it's treading you know, water yeah i mean it's just it's just kind of off by the time your mascot is making headlines for flicking people off even though he has <laughs> four fingers <laughs> you know what i mean you got you got some problems man um it's not so good Although I did forget about the one time that Mr. Met was threatened with a kill shot by the Secret Service. I like this article in For the Win, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. This is pretty old school. So back in 97 when uh, President Clinton went to Shea Stadium for the celebration of the life of Jackie Robinson, <laughs> Mr. Met tried to buddy up with the POTUS. And so a, a Secret Service agent allegedly, at least reportedly, according to the mascot, said this. Quote, we have snipers all around the stadium just in case something were to happen. Like I said, do whatever it is you'd normally do. Nobody will bother you. But approach the president, and we go for the kill shot. Are we clear? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of tough, man. Uh, anyway, the Mets did apologize. Obviously, the Mets did apologize for it. I would imagine if you're already a sports fan, you have seen the video of Mr. Met uh, cranking up the bird. <laughs> the four-digit, the, the solo there, uh, cranking that bad boy up. Mets obviously apologized for it, which of course they're going to do. And what, what can fan? I mean, you're a mascot. You know what I mean? Like, how much grief are you used to getting? And I don't know how I don't know how many people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I don't know how many people work as Mister Met. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how many people fill in as that position. Uh, maybe they. Maybe this was like you know career day, and somebody new was trying it out. I don't know, but. I mean, like, how much grief are they used to getting? Like, what did somebody have to say to that guy to get him to, like, crank that out? (laughs) You know? And, again, I do like the idea. There's this one tweet from uh, Hector Diaz. He said, how can Mr. Met get in trouble for giving someone the middle finger if he doesn't have one? (laughs) Still still think it's a legitimate concern, right? Legitimate concern. But, uh, you know, people had had fun with it. It was a bit of a field day. They had all kinds of stuff. And one of the things I did like for anybody that missed it – is the statement from the Mets was, we apologize for the inappropriate action of this employee. We do not condone this type of behavior. We are dealing with this matter internally. And as the internet or the interwebs and Twitter always do, they managed to pair that statement with all kinds of things. They had Tim Tebow running into a wall. <laughs> split screen with that statement. <laughs> they had uh, Luis Castillo dropping a, a fly ball and loss to the Yankees in 09. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The Tom Glavin era in New York—they had that statement with that apology there. Uh, 50, <laughs> 50 cents first pitch. Now that 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 one probably deserves deserves the Bri- apology. Bryce Harper thought that was an awesome first pitch. Yeah. So, yeah, of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, you know what? I I've got it, Justin. What? I got it, dude. I know why Mr. Matt gave the finger. Why? Because D Stat is Mr. Matt, and he was bet. Someone bet him he wouldn't Could do it. Could be. Could be. I thought you were going to go with the, uh, you know, Mr. Matt hasn't been the same since uh, Mrs. Matt was hanging out with the KC Royals mascot in the in the Uh-oh. underbelly of the stadium. Oh. Yeah, I thought you were going to go there. <laughs> Mrs. Matt wanted some royalty, huh? Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. 
Want to get crowned. There you go. I had the tiger, baby. <laughs> Roar. So, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. Look, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, it's, it's still early in the baseball season. We got a lot. There's a lot going on. But it's just silly, silly stories, man. So, I guess ultimately, Shannon, uh, any particular takeaways from Bryce Harper, Hunter Strickland, and or Mr. Met cranking up the bird? <laughs> Thank you for keeping us entertained, guys. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> Whitfield that's didn't. All I got, uh, no, that's all you got. Whitfield that's didn't. All I got. Thank you for entertaining yeah, us. Yeah, there you go. Any any uh any final statements, final thoughts on those things before we move on to some other stuff? No, not really. Not really. Okay, fair enough. We'll close those tabs. We don't need that. Don't need that. All right. So <laughs> NBA Finals, man. I, I tell you, given the way the Stanley Cup has started, and I'm kind of feeling, you know, we joked around about kind of adopting the Predators as our third installment of this yeah. series. What do you expect? Oh, no. Well, I- You're killing me, SI.com. Killing me, man. You know, you know, one of my least favorite things in websites when you're doing stuff like this, because you open tabs and you have some stuff set, one of my least favorite things is the damn autoplay video. You know why yes. I go to a website to read articles? Not to watch videos. Okay, and if I turn them off and I close them, you know what I don't want is in the pop back open randomly and start playing. It's one of my least favorite things. I hate it. SI.com. I hate it. It is annoying. I am happy to watch videos. I am. Include them with the article. Have them readily available for me. I don't need it to follow me while I scroll down the damn page and randomly pop open and start jabbering i don't need that <laughs> i don't need it okay god annoying it's uh there, there's certain sites i don't even go to like when we when we do the show there's sites i just i, I can't even trust <laughs> i don't even go to them man you know because I, I just can't risk them having some stupid ass pop-up that starts cranking it out. i mean i block them it doesn't matter <laughs> hey our, our guy stuff bill happens. o'reilly he won't he won't he won't he doesn't videotape man he just does it live no bill o'reilly's all live dude no. we'll do it live <laughs> do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Oh, and I'm man. sad to say that. Really I'm sad to say that my uh, my bookmarked prices right fail horn uh, is no longer available. But I did find. What? I did find 10 hours of the prices right losing nice. horn on perpetual loop. The great thing about that is no matter what happens in the course of a podcast, we cannot go through 10 hours of the fail horn. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is no way there is no way that will ever have the drink for that long. Oh and- god. <laughs> no, <laughs> Matt would Matt would be up. Matt would be in a romper, okay? Some manty hose with the manty hose. <laughs> he'd have the man. He'd have the manty hose, a pair of manties. By the way, the manty hose thing. We joked around about these stat in the romper the other week, and I totally think these stat would wear the romper. Um, and, uh-huh. and you know this is this is a strange world today, man. There's all kinds of ridiculousness, right? And the. So we have the, 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 the romper, right? The bro romper or whatever it was called. That deal, right? And now you are seeing their joke posts about manties, right? Man panties. But the 
the <laughs> the manty hose, like man pantyhose, like there is they are for real available. That's a real thing, right? And I don't know what the sales are for that. I don't, <laughs> but it's strange to me that that is like a legit thing these days. My favorite name, by the way. Do you want to guess some of the names they have for manty hose? We'll just use that as our term of convenience. You want to guess? Pan uh, panties. I don't know. Brosery. That's one. Brosery. Gylons. <laughs> you know. Bohos. I don't know about that one, though. Bohos. Bo- Brosery <laughs> is, is on there. Bows before hose. Yeah, Bohos. My favorite, though, by far, Heatards. That makes sense. I mean, you know. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Uh, that, that's a real wiener. <clears throat> winner. So unisex tights, man. Unisex tights. Manty hose. Be prepared. Coming to a street corner near you. <laughs> and like, just a each, bad D step waiting. Yeah, happen. I don't know, man. Teach their own, I suppose. I just, I, I don't know, man. I don't get it. If you need compression leggings, that at least sort of makes sense. Or if it's a Halloween costume, it totally makes sense. But I don't know. I mean, what is that? I mean, it. I just hey, think, ask Arnold if he would wear those. Are you going to help me now or not? <laughs> I broke alone. <laughs> yeah, you might have to if you do that. What the fuck did I do wrong? You put on Manny hose. You idiot. Yeah, that's right. Stop it. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's I'm Shannon. almost afraid to even ask what Sam would think. No deal. Oh, there you go. Mr. T's now oh, stepping thank up. Thank you, Arnold. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You, you know what Sam would say. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. There you go. <laughs> It's done, <laughs> done. Chewbacca, what do you think about Manny Hose? <laughs> we have our answer. <laughs> anyway, oh, oh god, I didn't know. Yeah, accidental Manty Hose topic jump. Bizarro. Uh, that anywho, is bizarre. yeah, it is bizarre. But you know, heatards. That one. That one. When I first read that article, <laughs> that that's the one. That was the winner, man. That one made me laugh. That yes. That that one that one made me laugh. Mantis and mantios. I mean, God bless of all the things. That's not you know, I actually I think my favorite random product that cropped up was the uh, and this was this was in Mexico. I don't know if either of you guys saw it. I mean you know, you know how Facebook and Twitter are, so maybe you did. But some dude wants to make Trump paper. <laughs> so there's like this four pack of toilet paper, they have a mock up of it. And one of the roll of toilet paper, the roll that's on the front, the logo, kind of has the Donald Trump hair. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and so, the now this is the translation, the Google Translate. You know, if it's wrong, forgive me, but I pasted in the Espanol into Google Translate. And this is the, this is the story on it. From anger, he went on to creativity. Antonio <laughs> Battaglia, a lawyer, will sell the toilet paper Trump by the end of the year while leaving... A portion of the proceeds to support migrants and their deported compatriots. Got, you know, he was offended, so now he wants to make some Trump toilet paper. Hey, it sounds shady to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your poo telling you? <laughs> I think I'm going to go walk around with the romper and some big baller tennis shoes. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can afford those, bro. Uh, probably not. You might be able to afford the Trump toilet paper. Maybe. I wonder what Maybe, it would, I don't know. Wonder what, what, I wonder what that would cost if they actually make it. First of all, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, uh, that would be amazingly hilarious. That would have to be like a great gag gift if they if that actually made it to market. I know it would be in Mexico. It's not going to be here. 
they, the president, I mean, they would sue the, the hell out of anybody trying to sell that stuff here or make that stuff here. But if, if that actually did go to market in Mexico, how many people would import that? Like if there was Amazon Prime and you get that stuff, how many people would import that, <laughs> you know what I mean, as a gag gift and send their friends like Trump toilet paper? I would uh. totally... I mean, you know what? That would be really funny. That'd be really funny. Not happening, but it would be really funny. Excuse me. Well, at least I don't have the hiccups. Mm. All right, guys. I'll tell you what. I said we're going to keep it kind of tight tonight. Uh, kind of a chill Thursday. We've jumped around a bajillion silly topics. But we did talk about the NBA Finals um, briefly, and we need to actually get back on that. So... <laughs> I was really hoping for more out of game one than we got. And we've talked about, I don't know, I've been all over the fence, man, trying to call our shots for this series. And, you know, I've said before, I kind of feel like it's, you know, a, a little bit of a push for me. I, I don't really have a dog in a fight or a team that I particularly care. Like, I'm okay either way, but I have a mild lean to Golden State. Um, and my, my thought is, re- is really, if it's a short series, it, it really favors Golden State. Uh, game one, I expected a bit more out of, I'll be honest with you particularly given some of the slow starts that Golden State has had. You know, you think back to the Spurs series where they were just taking it to them before, uh, you know, obviously before Kawhi got hurt. But, uh, dude, they, they took the Cavaliers to the woodshed tonight, man. Game one, they, they took them to the woodshed, bro. So. Yeah, and the scary part is, is Green and Clay Thompson didn't even play great. I mean, they, they I think combined they were 6 for 28. 6 for 28. Yeah. yeah. And... I mean, I know KD went off. I know Curry went off. But, I mean, we talking two guys that were on all NBA teams and Clay. Well, I don't, I don't know if Clay made it this year. I know Draymond did. He didn't. But, um, you know, in the past, he's made all NBA. But when you got two guys that are all stars who had off games and you still win by 22. Well, that's, that's, the, that's scary. Yeah, I mean, that's the advantage of having Durant in there, right? I mean, Curry, it is. you know, Curry was 28 hey. points, 11 to 22. Durant, dude, I mean, cranked out 38, bro. Well, I mean, it's not just – here's the thing with Durant right now. You're, you're talking about a guy that is – he's waited an entire year. He's motivated. This, is, this oh, was well, his yeah, entire motivation for the last year, and he's heard yeah. everyone – run him up and down on TV and all this, and now, like, this this is his time to shut them all up. I mean, it is do or die for that man to win a ring. And, I mean, you saw tonight, 38, dropping dimes everywhere, freaking just stopping on a dime, making guys look silly, dunking all over. I mean, KD was all world tonight. Now, I don't know if he'll keep that up for the entire series, but Cleveland's defense this year is not as good as they were last year. Mm -hmm. And that's a problem. Because with Golden State, you have to be able to defend them. If you cannot defend Golden State, you're, you're talking probably the best shooting team in the history of the NBA from top to bottom. Okay, and it's it's not really a bold statement because it's when you talk about the guys that can hit shots on that team, mm-hmm. I mean, it's ridiculous. You're talking probably the best shooting team of all time. And if you're not defending like you were last year, it don't matter if you can score 100 points because they're going to score 120. Yeah. And I you mean, know, you, go ahead. You you have to keep them probably 100 and less than 110 
and I hope you have a good night because it, Golden State right now is just is just on a ridiculous run, and this stems back from that uh, ABC game where they had all four of their starters sit out and everybody whined and cried. I think they have lost a grand total of one game since that day. I mean, that, that's just filthy. I mean, how many teams, if they if would pay to fine, what what is it, February, March, or whatever, whenever you, you sit four starters, mm-hmm. but after that you're going to lose one game for the next three months. Every team will sign up for that. <laughs> Every owner will sign up for that. Set a primetime game? I don't care. I'll be in the NBA Finals having lost one game in three months? Okay. Yeah, let's roll. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I think Golden State will serve, will hold serve at home, which means Sunday night I think they will hold serve. I give Cleveland one at home. I think game four will be like the game that decides whether this is going five or seven, in my opinion. Yeah. I've got Golden State in five. I just think they're too strong right now, and Cleveland's not strong enough on defense. I I, I love LeBron, and and I hate (laughs) whoever the asshole is that did that to his house. You know, uh, I hope karma finds you quick. But um, I just don't think that Cleveland is just as strong enough this year on defense, and Golden State's just too good on offense right now. Well, it'll be... Yeah, go ahead. That, I was gonna say that's my shot. I'm calling Golden State in five. Yeah. I just think all around, all around, that team is just at this point right now is just better. Well, you know, it, it's hard not to think back to the finals last year, and you have a couple of big pieces there. Number one, a lot of those, the, a lot of those games had lopsided margins. I mean, the last <laughs> one didn't, but a lot of those games were lopsided. The first six, yeah, yeah, they, they were just lopsided. So, you know, Cleveland has battled back before. I don't know that they're going to be intimidated or roll over or anything like that. But, you know, Golden State, you know, there are people that are talking about Golden State. If they finish this off being in kind of your your top upper tier of all-time teams, which is a pretty bold statement, but um, hell of a regular season, hell of a run through the playoffs. And depending on how they handle Cleveland, if they win, it certainly puts them, it, it helps get them in the conversation. And what does that mean all time? That's something they got to settle on the court, and then we're going to have time to look back and really digest and reflect on that. But there's no doubt they're an incredible team. There's no doubt. A uh, ton of talent, uh, a lot of compelling storylines. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 there really is. And, you know, for Cleveland to have come back last year and to have won, you know there's, there's just a stick in their craw about that, right? To bring mm-hmm. in Durant. Um, for all the bitter, you know, playoff disappointments he had in OKC to be so close multiple times, you know, he's got something to prove. And, you know, maybe arguably he has the most pressure. LeBron doesn't have that same pressure. He's got, he's got the ring. I mean, hell they won. You know what I mean? They they brought a a championship to Cleveland. You know how hard that is to freaking do. Um, he did, you know what I mean? He did that. So, you know, Durant, you know, and the other guys in Golden State, man, they got a ring. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't know how much pressure there is. That's kind of that, you know, people like to talk about it. But Durant's not some unseasoned young, you know what I mean, like young dude that hasn't been through this before. Um, right. yeah, I, I think he can keep his head on right, and he's going to be okay. 
So maybe there's some pressure there for him, but I just don't see that negatively or adversely impacting his game. And there's just so many weapons around him. The Golden State can just really present a lot of matchup nightmares. And I know you can talk oh, about yeah. Curry's defense, and that's a liability. That's fine. But, you know, if that team is rolling on their shots and, and Cleveland doesn't have a defensive answer for certain things, they're just going to be hard-pressed. You know, maybe the series, because they both of those teams can really, you know, drop big bomb threes on people. Maybe, maybe these games have, a, have, have this potential. Just we're going to go through this cycle, and there's going to be some, you know, ass whoopings. I'd like to I'd like to see if you know hopefully some more competitive compelling fourth quarters but it'll be it'll be what it is I just I'm worried about Cleveland and I'll be really worried about Cleveland if they take it in the chin in game 2 if they get out of Golden State with a split I think that's setting up pretty well I you know I've looked forward to this rubber match for a while I think most people felt it's what it was going to be lo and behold here we are but Man, I I just I don't want to see see Cleveland get run out of the gym. You know what I mean? I I just don't want to I'm see with that. You. Um, so I I I'd, I'd like to believe that they can make the adjustments. I think some of the rankings and some of the numbers are a little bit tough, uh, only because I don't think Cleveland really sweated the regular season. I mean, I you know I know mm-hmm. ba- I know Boston was the one. Yeehaw! What did that really mean? Not a lot. Um, you know, uh, Cleveland just they weren't sweating it until it really got late and it was playoff time and they cranked it up. Uh, maybe you make an argument that you know the East, you know, getting through the East doesn't quite get them ready to deal with Golden State. Maybe, but I think Game Two will tell us a lot about their mentality and where they're at and what kind of game they're bringing. You know, we'll see. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm worried about them for sure. But as Mark reminded us, it's only one game, and it you is. know, you know, keep in context what happened last year. Right? Had a lot. Had did not have you know, a whole bunch of compelling fourth quarters. Had a lot of lopsided games. So they've done this before, and this might very well be the kind of series. Let me flip back to Mark because I thought he I thought he had a pretty legit point on here. If I can pull this real quick, gotta find his little message to me. There it is. Hey, Facebook Messenger. So I had asked him about prop bets and the series. Who we thought was going to win, etc. Uh, Mark has the Cavs in six. Uh, he says uh, I absolutely think they play their best from there. The dog and the public shows them little to no respect. I don't know that Kyrie and LeBron could do it themselves, but I believe more uh, more in their D than in the Warriors. How about that? Uh, but this this is what I thought was a, a really legit point. He said, each game may feel super different. Uh, Cavs can't be careless with the ball, and the Dubs can't get too three happy. Uh, Corver would be a nice X factor for the Cavaliers, and Iggy will happily be the Warriors' X factor again. So, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if they had this kind of this weird vibe where, you know, we watch a game, we're like, oh, no, and they're whooping them. And then, you know, they flip the script and then, you know, Cleveland maybe beats them down uh, as a little payback. So maybe that'll culminate in a fantastic game seven again. Maybe we'll see. But hey, it's going to be it's it's tough. It's tough sledding. So, uh, Shannon, you are Golden State in five. Mark yeah. is uh, Mark <coughs> is Cavs in six. I don't. I don't know that I can call a call a game number yet. Uh, again, uh, my mild lean is to Golden State, relative push, but a mild lean to Golden State. I just if it's a short series, it's it's the Warriors. You know, I I, th- I think if 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 Cleveland's going to make something out of this, it's it's six or seven games, probably seven. Matt, yeah. I know you said you had prepped a little bit for tonight, so my question for you is this: as you call your shots, man, what do you got for us? A lot of people believe. And I kind of agree that this is probably be a Golden State repeat if it weren't for uh, 
Um, Draymond Green last year? Draymond Green last year. Yeah. I mean, and and that's a significant statement, bold statement. And and, and, and they're probably right. Now, another thing. I mean, a, a lot of people feel like if, if Draymond Green hadn't, you know, been a ding-dong last year, that they win that series. So, I mean, it's fair. Com- I mean, you know, if, if some butts yeah, were candy nuts every day, would be Christmas, blah, blah, blah. But he did go out. They did have a lead. And his absence dramatically altered the feel of that series. Dramatically. Because it opened up the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it forced people... Um, it forced Golden State to get in foul trouble with um, LeBron and stuff. Another, I think this pressure, there was a lot more pressure on um, Durant this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, he's been close with Oklahoma a couple of times, um, especially with um, Jesus Shuttleworth just burying that three <laughs> that one year. And And to me, if Cleveland pulls this off, being the underdog. What it does for LeBron is you got to start putting LeBron in the MJ discussion. Oh. In the discussion. Oh. Not 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 the greatest, but he he he's Well, you just said he's in the discussion. If he's in the MJ discussion, he's in the discussion for the greatest. You can't have it both ways. You can't say he's in the MJ discussion, but uh, he's not in the discussion for the greatest. I mean, how does that make any sense? I mean, he's not saying he can't say he's the greatest quite yet, but he's now put himself in the discussion of of the possibilities as a possibility because a lot of people will say MJ right now is the greatest, and then he probably would say Will or um, Kareem is two, and then you have LeBron. Well, LeBron could play in any era, as could Jordan, as far as I'm concerned. Some of the older guys would probably struggle in the modern game but you know granted their training would be different their regimen would be different they could bulk out a little bit more so mm-hmm. you know bill russell uh, will chamberlain i mean there's there's definitely old school guys that you know would have been successful no matter what maybe they wouldn't have the same career but eh, maybe they wouldn't have won as many rings uh here's looking at you bill russell but that's an unfair comparison because you can't you can't cherry pick somebody out of the sixties or the seventies and, you know, throw them in the nineties. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've certainly had years where I've criticized LeBron. I think he's an incredible player, an absolutely incredible basketball player. I, it, my differentiation is really when I think of Jordan, I just, there's a certain kind of nastiness that guy had. And I just, I think mm-hmm. of Jordan, I think of Kobe and I just don't, mm-hmm. when I think of LeBron, I don't think of Jordan. I just don't. And it's yeah. just, you know, there's a lot of subjectivity in that discussion. It, it, until he retires, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, you know, it's going to be the, the fall, fallback go-to, you know, part of the, the dialogue. But, mm-hmm. you know, he, what is this, the seventh straight finals for that guy? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's, it's ridiculous. In That's a mo- ridiculous in the, accomplishment. Yeah, in the exactly. modern era, it's a completely ridiculous accomplishment. You know, but I I feel pretty uh, pretty confident saying that if Jordan hadn't retired for a couple of years, that they would have gone to how I mean, how many straight finals would they have gone to? You know, they probably would have uh, could have been eight, seven, know, eight. Yeah, I mean, I don't had that team stayed intact and he not retired. Was anybody beating them in the middle of that? I don't no. think so. 
No, and and I love the rock, dude. I love the Rockets. Like, Hakeem the Dream, the Clyde Drexler. I mean, that team was phenomenal. But that, come on, man, we missed out, man. I, that would have been a good finals to see the Rockets of the '90s and the Bulls of the '90s. That would have been a fun series. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a just, shame that didn't happen. It is. It is. But you know, you know, I, I guess you have to compare him to somebody, and Jordan. I, I just feel that for people, you know, unless you're really young or maybe you're really old, Jordan dominates the NBA GOAT landscape. He just does because it was it was not just that he won. It was how he won, right? Um, it yeah. was the evolution of his career. It's what he meant to the game. It was the respect that he commanded, the respect that he demanded, and his absolute ruthlessness on the court Mm -hmm. there are a lot of facets to that and i mean you know it's just funny i think back and i mean like jordan was just he was almost otherworldly and you know i'm sure some of that is nostalgia for the time period and and some memories Ah, dude but i mean it's just dude the flu game yeah is michael Mm -hmm. jordan in a nutshell yeah and dude couldn't eat or drink all day and yet goes out and drops like 45 on utah I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's like... Pivotal Game 5. You know, what do we have, uh, not that long ago, LeBron had one of those playoff duds. And and again, you're cherry-picking stuff. You know, they talked about him maybe being sick. But then you go, well, Jordan flu game. What the hell happened to you, LeBron? It's not fair, right? No, they're two different people, two different mindsets. They're two different people, two different mindsets. And and again, I I think LeBron is incredible. Is an absolutely incredible basketball player, and his career is. By the time he is done, he is probably going to have virtually any record that's worth having. Okay, he will, and he's going to be at the table at the discussion as far as the, the goat, greatest of all time. People will have fun with it. It's not going away. It's just, I just, I can't put him in front of Jordan because I just, I just can't. Having having lived through and grown up with and having watched Jordan in his prime, I just. It, they're just different guys, man, and and that, that doesn't it doesn't take it doesn't diminish and it doesn't take anything away from LeBron's career. That being said, cementing his legacy with with some other you know rings would certainly be huge. Uh, but they have a tall order in front of them with Golden State this year and Draymond Green. Circling back to what what, what Matt was talking about, it is certainly a key component of how things played out last year. Uh, Draymond probably doesn't get as much love as he deserves. Uh, man, because you know, obviously he's done, he's he's made some mistakes, and uh, yeah, they it cost him last year. And I yeah. think most most objective <clears throat> fans will say him doing that stuff, that punch of the groin, that really it cost him. It, it they, I mean, they tied, man. they were up, they were up ten points in game four. You know what I mean? And they're up 3-1. They're up 3-1. You know, Draymond mm-hmm. came out and said, quote, I'm not afraid to say that it's my fault. I think it was. But this ain't the last you'll see from us. All right? And here we are, back another year. And, you know, Draymond, I, I thought, summed it up pretty legit, man. He said, uh, this was a, a statement I think he made on Good Morning America. He said, uh, speaking of LeBron, he can have greatest player of all. He can have the the go to the greatest player of all time title. He just can't have this ring. <laughs> Talking about LeBron's uh-huh. legacy and the 2017 NBA Finals. 
Quote, he just can't have this ring. That's our goal. Our goal isn't to make everyone say, hey, LeBron isn't the greatest player of all time. More power to him. Go ahead. At the end of the day, it's all subjective anyway. Yep. You know. But He's I right. mean, But, you know, you know Draymond is carrying a, a little bit of pressure. We're talking about KD having some pressure. How about Draymond Green carrying a little bit of just drive from letting his team down last year? I think that's legit. I mean, he's he's you know he's a good player, dude. Yeah, he's a he's a damn good player, man. Right. So, yeah. incidentally, um, <laughs> there's an article in Daily Snark talking about um, this weird tie-in with LeBron and Alabama football. Shannon, you'll probably appreciate this. So, in the past six years, 2011, 2012, Alabama wins the title. LeBron wins the title. 2012, 2013, Alabama wins the title. LeBron wins a title. 13-14, Alabama loses in the Sugar Bowl. LeBron loses finals. 14-15, Alabama loses the college football playoff semifinals. Yes, LeBron loses in the finals. 15-16, Alabama wins a title. LeBron wins in the finals. And what happened this year? Alabama, Alabama lost. lost in the title game. So, we'll see. By the way... So if I had to go ahead and sit down and do a pick, I'm like Justin. I agree with Justin in the sense of if it's a short series, it's Golden State. If it's longer, it favors Cleveland. <clears throat> if Cleveland can get it to seven, I don't think LeBron is the X factor. I think LeBron can have a good shooting night. Mm-hmm. But Kyrie is the one I think is the one. he's going to be the benefit and it was one game. Yes, KD put up 38, and um, the other two um, four were 6 to 28. I just can't go against LeBron. Well, even it, when even when they've got, mm-hmm. I don't think the I don't think they the their roster is worse. I think it's good, and plus they got a three point assassin and Kyle Korver. So I mean they've got decent bench pieces that can go in and play a couple um rounds well do yeah well, of course they do of course they do i mean that uh, you know there's been art i've seen one article talking about how the warriors and the Cavs featured not only the best starters but the best benches in the 2017 nba playoffs you know looking at, at, at rankings um golden state starters are plus 21 nine per 100 possessions and its benches plus seven eight cleveland's you know, plus nineteen four, and then plus eight point six. So they're both, you know, top down. Those are those are competitive teams. They got some fight in them. And you know, again, I, I think the Cavs' numbers in the regular season might be a little bit skewed because of them just kind of coasting or taking some games off or really kind of saving it uh, for the playoffs. But you know, the the thing with the defense, <laughs> you point to that, and Shannon, I think you were talking about it early on. It's just you can score as much as you want, but if your defense can't get it done, and you kind of, especially against Golden State, I mean, you have to be either near perfect or, or NBA Jam on fire. You, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Or you need, or you need Golden State to have a terrible shooting night, terrible shooting night. So, you know, another article was talking about how you know if, look the, um, <laughs> if the Cavaliers won the title, all right, they're regular season defensive rankings would be the the worst or the second worst for an eventual NBA champion. They allowed 115.5 points per 100 possessions. 
to the to the Pacers in the first round, and that was the worst defensive rating in a four game sweep since 1984. All right. So, you know, there's some signs there. We've talked about some adjustments that Lou and the defense has, you know, certainly made in the playoffs. Um, and I just don't think they showed everything to us in a regular season. So this is the time you got to show that. What kind of adjustments do you make? How do you play them in game two? You know, how do you come at them? And, and what kind of game is uh, – look, LeBron and Kyrie, super critical. What do they do? Um, how do they respond? And I certainly think LeBron could absolutely man up and carry him for a game, maybe two, but – you know, they need more out of the bench. They need more out of their starters. And they need more out of that defense. <clears throat> if they're oh, yeah. going to pull this off, as much as, as, as great as I think LeBron is, I, I, they, they just need more than that. I think Golden State is that good. Golden Same State here. is that good and that deep. And God bless. Scary from three point. I, look, I know Cle- I know the Cavaliers have – I'd have to look at rankings for the season, but the, the Cavs clearly are no slouches when it comes to reigning threes. But Golden State, I mean, God, man, that team just feels it's like just if, another level. It just feels like if they got on fire, they could just rain threes for a whole game on you. You know what I mean? I mean, that, that's <laughs> yeah. just mm-hmm. that's just that that team has scary, scary, scary upside if they're rolling. And Cleveland's just gonna have their hands full. I don't know. May, maybe part of it, if they, if they really let the series be very physical, uh, maybe that would work in the Cavaliers' favor. Maybe uh, we'll kind of see. I mean, I think Curry. Uh, you know, he's got a little bit of grief this year. You know, step back, not as prominent, not not shooting as well. Seen all kinds of like random, ridiculous stuff. But that's a team that's got a little salt in the wound. They got something to prove. They they want to take back. They want to take back that championship from Cleveland. They want to take that ring this year. I mean, yep. for them, that would be like the old proverbial: the missing rings. Right, that would be that would mm-hmm. be that would be an e- was that an ESPN product with the missing rings? Wasn't that an ESPN thing with the, like the that Buffalo- or NFL Network? Maybe it was NFL Network, but you know you always think of like the Buffalo Bills. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> mercifully, Golden State had got the chip one year, but you know that's the kind of series loss that you know has to weigh on them. It's not going away, dude. It's not going away. They want to. They want to take that back in this rubber match. They want to absolutely pry that, take that, and crush Cleveland in, you know, in, in the process. Yep. So That's why I got them in five. Yeah, I mean, I think they got a lot of salt. I think they got a lot of salt, and they got a lot of payback, and they want to drop the hammer on them. It's a hell of a motivation. So you know, certainly talk about Cleveland's defense. You know, and, and then we'll just see how some other stuff kind of rolls. Hopefully, LeBron doesn't have any you know sickness or down game or low energy games, and, and we'll just kind of see how it plays out. So, you know, I, again, relative push for me. I'm okay, and ultimately, I'm okay either way. I think there's a great story on both sides of the ball. If the Cavs win, uh, we can certainly talk about that and all the storylines of that. If, if Golden State wins, we can talk about that and roll with that. I don't hate either team. I don't dislike either team. I don't have any beef or grief or gripes or any of that stuff. So I'm glad we're to the finals. It, it is a compelling matchup. What they do with it, we got to settle, settle it on the court. Oh, oh, and before I forget, Matt, your, your favorite dude, I didn't realize Stephen A. Smith has incorrectly predicted the outcome of the last six NBA finals. Yeah. The last six. You know who, you know who he picked this year? Golden State. Warriors in seven. That's mm-hmm. who, that's who he picked. Well, he'll get the Warriors right, but he ain't getting and, um, seven right. <laughs> in a more of a sad note, uh, yeah, 
Stephen A. Smith's mom died. So uh, prayers and condolences going out. Yeah, I saw that. So, yeah, I saw that uh, um, uh, note that she had uh, suddenly passed away. So, so to... yeah, right now, my I'm, if I'm going to roll, if Cleveland gets it to six, I think Cleveland will win it. If it stays under six, six games, then it's Golden State. And I also do think that game, game four, the pivotal mm-hmm. one, is going to be the – difference or is this going to be a short series or not right. so yeah Cleveland and seven Cleveland and seven there you go all right so uh Shane a couple of prop bets just uh these are some that Mar Cherry picked we'll talk about a couple of these we'll start wrapping up and getting out of here in a few minutes uh, these are three of the prop bets that Mark liked uh highest point total for any players over under 40 and a half he's taking the over mm-hmm. um yeah. Total of I almost got that tonight. Yeah, total three pointers made in finals over under is one hundred forty two and a half. He's going under. Curiously, yeah, go under that. And finally, who will record the most blocks in the series? Uh, Draymond Green, Durant, Thompson, Love, or the field? And he takes Draymond. Oh, actually, correction. My apologies. He likes Thompson and the field. So yeah, those were his. uh, Those were his choice prop bets. Uh, a couple of the other ones, just for isht and giggles, as they say. Uh, will there be a flagrant foul? I'd like to believe the answer to that is uh, yeah. Hopefully, um, yes. Uh, yeah. So, yes is minus 325. That's where they go. I think most people... Uh, I I certainly consider that to be a, a safe bet. So... And then one of them was, will LeBron James get a triple-double? I think he might squeeze one of those in there, man. Yeah, I think so. I'm 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 a buyer of that one. I'm a buyer of that one. I don't know about the OT. We've got some ejections. There's a couple of random ones. Let's see here. Let's see if we can find a good one for you. Odds to win the 2017 NBA Finals MVP: Durant 11 to five, James 11 to five, Curry nine to four, and Draymond Green eight to one. I think he. Before the series, I would have said KD or Curry. <clears throat> I mean, that, that those would be my top two choices. Yeah. Because Clay, Clay's kind of in a slump right now, and Green obviously after tonight didn't have a great game. I mean, he's he's kind of like that guy that'll fill a stat sheet, but he yeah. won't like overwhelm you. Yeah, no, I got gotcha. you. Uh, incidentally, just for Mark, I want. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he enjoyed the fact that uh, Pat Monahan's lead singer of Train sang the national anthem <laughs> before Game One of the NBA Finals. Uh, I did find an article, and just <laughs> in honor of D-Stat, <laughs> he, I, didn't, I had totally forgot that he sang uh, the anthem before the Stanley Cup final last year, and this was the fan reaction. A big, hearty, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> when it came to that, so uh, pretty funny. I got to admit, I laughed on that one. Uh, also super entertaining, Jeff Van Gundy, wow. by the way, who was super excited about Rihanna. You'll love that. If you didn't hear the call, this was uh, right after uh, LeBron James crushing that dunk on uh, McGee in the first quarter. And this here's the call. Pass inside. Tristan Thompson finds James. A lot of thunderous dunks here in the opening period. I don't know about this, but... Rihanna just walked in front of me. Are you kidding me? 
<laughs> what are you doing, man? Stay with the game. LeBron makes a spectacular play like this, and that's what you deal with? <laughs> yeah. What a play. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of silly, man. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> oh, most. Oh, by the way, most Jesse. most of the articles I've read and, and, you know, handicappers and all that kind of stuff, I feel like it's been very, very, very heavily slanted towards Golden State. A lot of in five, a few in sixes, but I feel like Golden State in five, it, like if I had to throw like a bet down on the most typical prediction, it's Warriors in five. The the old gentleman sweep. I feel like that's been it's just insane, man. Um, it's, I mean, I I hadn't read that, but it's just 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 watching mm-hmm. from a distance and just watching the games and getting a feel for both teams. I mean, that's just really what it feels like at yeah. this point. Well, you know, against well, they settle it on the court, but a lot of correct. I mean, there, there I, mean was, I, hope, I hope I'm wrong because I, I like to see a competitive series. Oh, but give me a game seven. I love a good. I love a good game oh, seven. Dude, love a good yes. game seven. And, and Nashville, come on, wake <laughs> up, <laughs> dude. Seriously, oh, but we'll 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 uh, shift gears to hockey at least for a catfish story or two. Uh, and I don't mean Manti Teo, but or I, you know what you know who should have Mantis is Manti Manti's Mantis. <laughs> Right, Manti's Manti hose. It's got oh, that nice. It's got that nice alliteration. So he can just but. shake it off. <laughs> oh God, I was gearing coming with some for shake it off too. Damn it! Ha ha ha! That dude have to shake off the cat catfish smell from his crotch. <laughs> Oh, by the way, um, our last podcast that we had, we talked about that guy with the uh, penis defense. Yeah, the the well endowed defense. Uh, he he did, he got found not guilty. He did get off again. <laughs> <laughs> that was the bone of contention there. <sighs> I wonder if that's what, you know, Donald Trump got distracted when he was tweeting out about the press and it ended up with Kavfifi. Maybe it was because the dude got off Dong Dude. The Dong Show got off. Maybe he sold Double Dong. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> maybe, man. Oh, my God. Ugh. Maybe maybe that guy on trial was Double Dong. Hey. <laughs> I do like how Urban Dictionary has a, uh, you know, I mean, Urban Dictionary is kind of a hoot. I wouldn't rely on it for uh, words per se, but you do find some very interesting definitions. If you've never lost yourself, if you have a few moments at work and you're bored, look up, a, like, if there's anything that you hear people say that you don't get at all, and if you're, I don't know, like us, and not like Mark because he's young, but the rest of us, <laughs> as we're getting up there, uh, and these in, in the quads, as you, I guess you would say, the forties. So well, not Shannon. Shannon, I've got you by a couple of years, but Matt's there. I'm I'm gonna be there next. Anyway, we're getting old, right? So this slang, this lingo. Uh, if you ever hear stuff you don't know what the hell they mean, 
uh, go to Urban Dictionary, and you'll either be shocked, scared, laugh your ass off, or just close the damn browser window. Probably because you got a virus. But uh, mercy- damn millennials. Yeah, damn millennials. Uh, but Kavfefe. If the- I've heard it pronounced that way, I don't know that that's correct. I, you know, whether it's Kavfefe or Kavfefe, I don't know. Whatever. But it's like uh, I like their definition. It was noun. When you want to say coverage, but your hands are too small to hit all the letters on your keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I la- I laughed at that one. Uh, you, wow. I've seen all kinds of stuff. A damn fine cup of coffee. That was pretty good. They had uh, a still with George Clooney holding what looks like an espresso glass, a little shot of espresso, and it's coffee. Bigly taste for your low energy mornings. It's pretty good. So uh, just uh, that's been glorious, man. Although I think my favorite thing that I saw with that. Uh, here's one more uh, from Merriam-Webster. Wakes up, checks Twitter. Dot, 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 uh, dot, 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 looks up, oh, regrets checking Twitter and goes back to bed. <laughs> that one, I got to admit, made me laugh. But I think my favorite thing that I saw was actually, Shannon, you stuck this in the chat, and it was, um, it was this screenshot, and it was like, uh, despite the constant negative press, Cub Fifi from Trump, and then I guess pe- people just started making Twitter accounts, and so they had Cub Fifi the Strong. <laughs> I have been summoned. And then the wizard Kafifi, no you, <laughs> no you fool! It is I who have been summoned by the great orb of Teketh. I mean, just just great. The Kafifi stuff on Twitter, on Facebook, has been an absolute riot. And again, no, no matter where your policies fall, that stuff has been really funny. <laughs> and Lord knows we need we need some humor. We need some levity yeah. <laughs> in this particular, uh, not Kathy Griffin style, <laughs> but we do need. A little too far there, uh, but we do need some levity and some humor as we process what's going on in the world. And so that stuff has been an absolute riot to me. Uh, absolute riot to me. Let's see here. Yeah, Kofifi. Who can figure out the meaning of it? <laughs> we, Rogue NASA. We are desperately hoping Kofifi is not a code to launch the nukes. If it is, it's been fun. Later. <laughs> I mean... Ridiculous. <laughs> Although perhaps the best, the best, absolute best uh, take on it was Ric Flair. And he said, to be the Kofifi, you got to beat the Kofifi. Woo! <laughs> Thanks, Rick. <laughs> that I thought was that was on point, dude. It was absolutely, absolutely. Hey, that's the mic drop right there. I know, right? I mean, it, you, I don't know that you get much better than that, so... Good old Ric Flair. But uh, uh, two things. We'll do a little hockey, and then I did want to share this. It was uh, Jimmy Kimmel's NBA Mean Tweets. I still have no idea how Jalen Rose has a job. He looks like he <laughs> sells bootleg DVDs at the barbershop. shop. <laughs> <laughs> One day. That's a win. Clay Thompson is going to leave the house without remembering to attach his goatee that he bought from Party City, and it will be awkward. Does anyone know what Blake Griffin is? Did Morgan Freeman and Carrot Top impregnate an Amazon or what? <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. One. Yeah, that, that I think might be. That's definitely one of the best that's in here. Dollar has the worst body language of anyone in the NBA. If he got a dollar for every dirty look he made, he'd have another eighty million. Russell Westbrook looked like Jar Jar Binks. Um, I'll take your word for I don't know who that is, but sure. Pretty sure That's Reggie Miller's ears provide Wi-Fi. 
Oh my God, they do! Doc Rivers' voice is ashy as hell. Put some lotion on those voice cords, bro. Magic Johnson looks like a bald, black John Tobolta. Shaq is a fat ass old man that your mother loves very dearly. Have you ever been downloading something online and halfway through it just froze and couldn't go anywhere? Think Steph Curry's puberty. <laughs> that dude, dude, that one was savage. Yeah. <laughs> you, DeAndre Jordan, you can suck a million per second and yourself until you die, you piece of butt. Somebody does not like DeAndre Jordan. I just have a fun. That sound exactly like Dikemi Mutombo speaking in his natural tongue. That <laughs> do you need me to translate? Do, do you want me to translate for Dikembe? I'm gonna give you I mean, one more go. Here you go. I just have a fun. That sound exactly like Dikembe Mutombo speaking in his natural tongue. <laughs> I just had a fart. <laughs> that sounded like Dikembe Mutombo <laughs> speaking in his native tongue. Pretty messed up. But anyway, yeah, Jimmy, good old Jimmy Kimmel, man. The mean tweets are absolutely golden. It's one of my favorite things, dude. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite things uh, that he does. I've uh, just a uh, just a hoot, just a hoot with that. So uh, as far as uh, the NHL, the Stanley Cup, man, um, I think uh, we we were joked around about kind of adopting the Predators a little bit. I don't know if some of that's born out of uh, maybe a little uh, sympathy or empathy or whatever or pity uh, for the damn for the damn capitals pity. but yeah pity <laughs> pity party <laughs> uh pity full um but i mean god bless here we get the pens you know in the damn santa cup finals again i mean good for them defending their uh defending their uh you know championship from last year and instantly i work with a whole bunch of penguins fans it's really weird i was like what don't i like i i don't i expect to run into a lot of steelers fans although i did I, I don't know if you saw the meme but they said uh they had a picture of ben roethlisberger and they said the other predator at the game oh <laughs> and i was like oh ruthless um but anyway uh <laughs> i'm hoping for, i'm hoping for the, the the preds to kind of turn it around and have a little something but that you know, game game two, man, the beginning of the third period, it was just absolutely bananas. I took my dog out so she could go to the bathroom uh, and, and take a dump. And, you know, not only did she take a dump, but the Predators also took a dump <laughs> on the ice. You know what I mean? It was crazy. It was crazy. I'm gone for like three minutes, five minutes, whatever it was. I come back in and then poof, next thing you know, they're down like two goals. I was like, what the hell, dude? Or they gave up two, they, you know, they, they gave up two, or maybe it was three. It was just insane. I had to rewind, and I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. So, I don't know what they do in the series, but I hope, I hope they can make a little bit uh, more out of it than that, because right now it just looks like the Penguins are going to hand their ass to them, um, and that's, you know, that's, that's tough. That's tough. But probably the best part of the, of the Stanley Cup so far, in my opinion, is the story of the guy that threw a catfish, a Predators fan that threw a catfish the, on the ice in game one. And he did get kicked out. <laughs> Let's see if I can find the, the article I want on here because it had a little bit more information. You've reached the limit of unregistered articles. Oh, is that so? Hello, incognito window. 
How about that? <laughs> Suck on that, Post Gazette. <laughs> yeah, man. I guess my page is refreshed. That's okay, though. So here we go. Here we go. Predators fan Jake. I don't know if it's Waddle or Waddell. But anyway, he was ejected and charged with three misdemeanors for the stunt. And I think this is uh, this is great. So he was on uh, the midday 180 on Nashville's 104.5 The Zone. Goes into details about what he did. And so here's the basic story. He goes, man, I thought, wouldn't it be awesome to, to get to go to that game? And then like an ignorant redneck. Again, these are his, his words, not mine. Like an ignorant redneck. I thought, wouldn't it be awesome to throw a catfish on the ice in this game? So this is what he did, right? You know, he bought the tickets and a, quote, entirely too big catfish from a market in Tennessee. He then told a radio station about his plans, floated the idea on Twitter. He also checked with his wife, and she was tentatively okay with it. All right? So <laughs> so he bought a fish. He's got to, like, you know, drive, travel across the country. So what does he do? He sprays down this damn catfish with Old Spice cologne. <laughs> and throws it in a cooler. Right? So... <laughs> He takes that fish, this old spiced out fish. God, I, I hope Old Spice makes a damn commercial out of this. If anything's weird <laughs> enough for Old Spice, this might be it. Okay, he takes the fish to his cousin's house, cuts out the spine, and runs it over with his truck. Okay, and the reason he ran it over with his truck was to make it easier to vacuum pack and conceal. Although he said, "quote The head was too damn big." That's what she said. Uh, and, and no matter how much I ran over it with my truck, the head was too big. Yeah, but uh, Matt's clearly thinking of a possum back in the day. Uh, so anyway, he also said he, he originally planned to stash the fish in his boots, but the big head made that impossible. So he created uh, what's referred to as a catfish underwear sandwich. So he put on regular drawers, all right, then a catfish, and then a pair of compression shorts, then a pair of baggy pants. Uh, what else said he was lucky that he's a bigger guy. So he strapped up. He strapped up. He geared up with this fish in his in his pants, and he talked to people, and they had no idea that he was wearing the fish. He was like, all right, I'm good to go. <laughs> he, he, he staked out the area. His cousin is a former, uh, former Army staff sergeant. Helped him out, man. Once they were in the arena, they knew how they wanted to make their move. They got it set up. They did it. He stayed chill. He stayed calm. And, he, you know, he ended up taking the fish out of his underwear, wrapped it in the giveaway T-shirt, walked down the stairs during a stoppage and play, got close to the glass, and launched that bad boy out. <laughs> launched it out, man. So, uh, kudos to him. Uh, God bless. Salute o'clock. I'm drinking a Stone IPA. I already polished off my captain and uh, Dr. Pepper, but this Stone IPA, dude, uh, absolutely dedicated to Waddell over here. Uh, <laughs> kudos, bro. Jake, well played, sir. <laughs> he bathed the fish in Old Spice. I mean, dude, that... that <laughs> he thought that out, dude. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Heavy duty, well, man. Well, I'm rocking a Blue Mountain uh, Brewery Kolsch 151. Whoa, that sounds serious, dude. Pretty good. Not too bad. Nice. Good stuff. Nice. Good deal, brother. Good deal. Oh, uh, by the way, he did get charged with disorderly conduct, disrupting a meeting, and uh, probably, uh, best of all, possessing an instrument of crime. <laughs> you know what? Manti Teo wants those police to help him out now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and the charges got dropped. Uh, you know, and maybe they'll make that dude do some community service or something like that, but... 
I mean, I think I think realistically, you know, if uh, it, it you're probably gonna lose that fight. Okay, it's probably not gonna. It's not. It's not even worth the public resources. I mean, no, it's not. It's funny. Let it be. Move on. Carry on. Block him from the. Uh, I guess block him from the arena. Right. Uh, also, um, I did like that that fight. It was Malkin and uh, uh, Subban, and uh, they looked like they were hugging it out for a minute. So Barney, Barney would have been proud, guys. Barney Let's hug it out. <laughs> yeah, they hugged it out, man. But yeah, here you go. Uh, having reviewed the affidavit involving Mister uh, uh, Waddell as well as the television coverage, District Attorney Zapala has made the determination that the actions of Mister Waddell do not rise to the level of criminal charges. As such, the three charges filed against Mr. Waddell will be withdrawn in a timely manner. I hope everybody in Nashville buys that man a beer. All Predators fans, y'all, Seriously. buy that man a beer, dude. For not pay for a damn No, for real. That was awesome. That's a great story. And unfortunately, that may be the highlight of the Stanley Cup, giving away, <laughs> giving away yeah. it's going. Giving away it's going. You never know. You never know. Hopefully, uh, Marcus Mariota will get the offensive line uh, chugging beers again for Game Three. Hell yeah, they they they're gonna need to chug something. They might be chugging. Something. He might need to help them chug some beers after it if they can't turn this around, man. Well, look as long you know as saying? as long as the line's drinking, Mariota's driving them home. That's okay. Well, they can they can always uh, you know we've come full circle. <laughs> that's right. Don't Tiger Woods that thing, bro. Hmm. Who was it back in the day? Was it uh, was it a giant? It was somebody in the drunk bus for the DUI All Stars. Who was that? Was it David Deal? I don't know if that's right. There was a giant offensive lineman that got a that got a Dewey. Uh, I I think that sounds right, but I don't want to like put him on blast if that's not right. No, no, no. It, 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 let's see, David Deal. Oh, here you go. Twenty twelve. David Deal, offensive lineman for the New York Giants, arrested on suspicion of drunken driving after crashing his ride into multiple parked cars. Yes, it was David Deal and the DUI All-Stars. <laughs> that would, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, the drunk bus has had many honorary, uh, you know, not us. <laughs> it's, just the, it's just the drunk bus and the DUI All-Stars. Man, that's good times. Yeah, silly, silliness, man. Hopefully, uh, yeah, handle it better than that, guys. Handle it better than that all right well realistically man I, I think we can get the hell out of here um we've caught our shots for the finals talked a little bit of hockey i'm pretty good you know i'm good bro kind of a random random thirsty thursday it's the way that it goes sometimes <laughs> hey, yeah. hey that's all right dude that's all right man Deep. down mark down randy well Matt, I, are you awake i think i think mark kafified himself <laughs> that, that sounds dirty yeah <laughs> yeah, it does. He can himself in, in a romper. <laughs> what? In he a romper? In a romper. Well, you'll have plenty of time to live in a van down by the river when you're living in a van down by the river. Hell yeah. With your romper and manty hose. Manty hose and a romper. Fucking thing sucks. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate, appreciate that, Bill. <laughs> appreciate the feedback, man. Appreciate the feedback, and you guys are relatively behaved. Um, and and for that, I'm going to give you one uh, fantastic, fantastically random slice of music, musical shenanigans. This is known as Earth 
Wind and Ozzy. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> It's amazing how well this actually works. Hell yeah, man. DJ Cummerbund, good job on that mashup. Yeah. That Earth, Wind, well and Fire. Played, and would you ever think Earth, Wind, and Fire and Ozzy Osbourne? I mean, my God. But come on. this That, is, that, that works great. Dude, this is That's fantastic. Perfect. Anyway, enough of that. All right, guys. Todd, I just want to say thanks. We didn't we didn't mention it the other week. Thanks for the hookup with the Loveland distribution thing. That was a lot of fun. Oh, we had yeah, a great dude. time. We had an absolutely fantastic time with that. Um, and then uh, he also hooked me up with some books, man. So appreciate hooking us up. That was fantastic from the sports crew side. And then uh, certainly thank you for hooking me up with some uh, reading material. I appreciate that as well. So, uh, much love, friend. Much love, dude. And I guess, uh, yeah, that's really about it, man. So, you need a drink? I need a drink, too. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the weekend. And hopefully both the Predators and the Cavaliers have a little bit more in them. As the games advance. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. But until next time, DSTAT, here's to you and your romper. <laughs> you can leave the Manny Hose to Whitfield. <laughs> uh, don't confifi yourself, Matt. It's okay. <laughs> oh, Ariana Grande. Forget break free. Call Fifi. The part where her- yeah. I'm telling you to work. The part where Kofi. Yeah, dude. Perfect. Who knew? There we go. We got it. That's it. Let's walk off. It's done. We're out. <laughs> mic drop. Mike mic drop. Romper drop. It's out. It's done. Late. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, man. We'll catch you later. We have the sports brew. I'm the captain. And uh, as always, we we try to have a little fun. So, yay, Thursday, Thursday. Shannon, man, enjoy the weekend. Whatever you got going on with the family. Matt, do your thing. And uh, we will catch you all on the flip side. We'll try to catch up somewhere in the middle of the NBA Finals. And uh, hopefully D-Stat will be doing okay, man. Bro, heal up, get right, get better. Uh, Hopefully we can rally up with you next time we record, and we'll just roll from there. But from all of us to all of you, have a great weekend. And we will catch you all next time. Peace out, friends. Later. Later. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it.
Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Right. Fucking thing sucks! Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you think about oh, like, oh yeah, we're in trouble now. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> Fucking thing sucks! We'll do it live! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! Thanks, Bill. <laughs> oh, on that note, man. It is time to get out. Late. Later, man. <laughs> Good night, dude.